He's strong. He's kind. He's always there for you. And he's handsome to boot. He's perfect. Perfect. Perfectly infuriated. He makes me crazy. <sighs> Wait a minute. What are you worried about? All the pieces are in place. Relax. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here's what you do. Let Hercules train the kid. In the next games, I'll take care of them both. Who invited you to the party? Stay out of this. This is my show. As you wish. Fight to your heart's content. Welcome everyone, this is Jim, and welcome to another edition of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Bill, how are you doing today? Well, I tell you, today I felt like a hero. Okay. There's, well, first off, there's going to be a new segment in this episode. Mm-hmm. Bill's Board of Love and Hate. <laughs> and we'll explain more about that later. But before we actually do anything else, just to switch things up a bit here, we're going to start with one of two Ansem reports today. So okay. here we go with the first Ansem report. Um, I want to get your reaction. Do you remember the first one at all at, at this point? No, I don't. That's all right. Maybe this will jog your memory as we continue to go through it. Okay. All right, here we go. It is my duty to expose what this darkness really is. I shall conduct the following experiments. Extract the darkness from a person's heart. Cultivate darkness in a pure heart. Both suppress and amplify the darkness within. The experiments caused the test subject's heart to collapse, including those of the most stalwart. How fragile our hearts are. My treatment produced no signs of recovery. I confined those who had completely lost their hearts beneath the castle. Sometime later, I went below and was greeted by the strangest sight. Creatures that seemed born of darkness. What are they? Are they truly sentient beings? Could they be the shadows of those who lost their hearts in my experiments? That's some deep stuff. So, we're going to take a break here, let that all uh, kind of sink in and, you know, get your thoughts on it. But also when we come back, we have the who said that segment? All right. This here is the world famous Coliseum, heroes only. And I got my hands full preparing for the games. So run along, pipsqueaks. Look, it's like this. Heroes are coming from all over to fight ferocious monsters right here in the Coliseum. You've got heroes standing right in front of you. Yup, he's a real hero chosen by the Keyblade. And we're heroes too. Hero? That grunt? <laughs> What's so funny? I fought a bunch of monsters. Hi guys. While I might not have the adventures that Sora, Kyrie, and Riku have, you can follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill, and you can follow me on Instagram at MrBilliam85. Like I said, 
I might not have the adventures that Sora, Riku, and Kairi have, you can follow my adventures on social media. Now, back to the show. And we're back with Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Bill, so, between the first one and this one, this does it feel like the these Ansem reports, like, do you feel like it fits into what you're watching, I guess? Yes and no. Because some of it does fit in as far as, like, the pure heart and the dark, you know, the darkness. But at the same time, especially going from, like, the first episode we did to this week, it, it it's sort of different. Well, not sort of. It is different. Mm-hmm. Like, the first part was the setup. The third part is now... We're into the action. I think for me, like, what comes across here is that, like you mentioned, a lot of it seems very, very dark and, you know, like the the, the way it's worded and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Remember, this is also a game where your two main party members are Donald Duck and Goofy. Exactly. It's just really weird when it comes to that. I kind of like it. That's, to me, one of my big appeals of Kingdom Hearts is, like, Here's this really serious thing. Oh, wait. Um, don't forget that we're visiting Hercules World today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know. All right, it's time for Who Said That, Bill. All right. I'll give you three. You haven't gotten three yet in a row. Maybe this will be your first episode that you do that. I Maybe this is th- the week. I give you three quotes, and you for each one you guess which one uh, or who said that. Okay. So here we go. The first one is, good luck, kid. I'm pulling for you, little shorty. Oh. Oh, who said that? I'll say it again. Yes. Good luck, kid. I'm pulling for you, little shorty. Was that Phil? No, that's incorrect. Ah. It is Hades. Ah, that was the other one I had in my mind. All right, so this maybe we'll go a different direction. Maybe you'll get all three of these wrong. Maybe. All right, here's the next one. You are not to go near the gorillas again. Oh, Jane. Okay, very good. That was an easy one for you, I guess. That was right away. You didn't have to think. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then here's your third one. As you wish, fight to your heart's content. I will say it again. As yes. you wish, fight to your heart's content. Okay, I'm going to say that is Phil. No, that is Maleficent. Oh! Okay, so you're one, uh, one out of three this on this episode. You're listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, Season 1, Episode 3, titled... There's something about Jane. So, there's a... You know, I I went in this thing like, you know, not much happened. But there's a lot of things to be... That I kind of need to point out with this. Mm -hmm. So, for first first off... Mm -hmm. And, you know, some things jump. 
you don't see any gummy ship stuff or anything like that traveling. Right. It skips all that. Merlin's Place, which I believe was the start of this half hour that you watched, correct? Um, almost. Like I had to finish like the last few seconds of Alice in Wonderland, where they're at the door. Okay. Where Cheshire Cat tells them that Alice has been taken by the darkness. Right. Okay. Then, then we got to Merlin's Place, so it really wasn't that far in. So, Mer- far- so Merlin's Place. Because I don't think this is too clear. Maybe it is. Um, is in Traverse Town. Mm-hmm. So you you went back there for that. Right. Um, before going to Tarzan World, there are when you're in the gummy ship, there are or there is dialogue of Donald getting into a fight with Sora. All right. So okay, let's go and let's. Tell me what you what you learned, what you didn't, what you observed, your thoughts on any of this half hour. Okay, so in Merlin's place was where, if you hadn't figured out by now, I'm not really sure if you would have, we finally find out who the king is. And I, and I think we pretty much agreed who it was on the first episode. Right. So. Um, it was actually a nice surprise that they used Merlin in this. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, Sword in the Stone is one of those Disney movies that easily gets overlooked. Mm-hmm. And I really don't know why. Right. Um, so it was good to see him. And then you had a, like a brief cameo from the fairy godmother. So you have a one-two combo there of magic. So that, you know, I think that's going to really help Sora in the long run. Although I do I, I, I do have a question. Maybe you could answer it. Sure, let's see. When we saw the fairy godmother, was she actually transformed from the carriage that Cinderella used? Yes. <laughs> she was. It also should be noted. Yeah, like why does she decide that that's good? I guess, why would that be her home? Why doesn't she get her own house? Mm-hmm. Um, also, it should be noted, if you talk to the fairy godmother again after all this, she says something to the effect of, I hope Cinderella's okay. Which indicates that Cinderella's world has been destroyed. Right. Okay. Which, by the way, I have to say, the one thing that you'll, that I really liked about Kingdom Hearts 1 in regards to this, the overall story that seems to now start that that's kind of been developing here is that you're supposed to go and save all these worlds before they're destroyed. Mm-hmm. It gives a reason to why in the world is, are you going to Hercules and Tarzan world? And right. like, there's a reason to it, which some of the games, I can't really say the same for like, mm-hmm. they don't give a, they give a reason, but I don't think it's great, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Continue what, what, what your other observations here. Okay, so after that uh, is where we go to the Coliseum. And, you know, this is where the group meets up with Phil. And it's weird that he thought it was Hercules Mm -hmm. for just no reason. Like, his back is turned. He doesn't even, Sora doesn't even sound like Hercules at all. No, it doesn't. (laughs) I think... If I had to pick, like, of the 
mix, like animation and audio, the f- or film might be the worst one that I've seen <laughs> okay. to this point. Not saying it's god awful, but it isn't. You know, it's not coherent. I guess mm-hmm. would be the best way. Sure. And they try. You know, like they want to. It's like at first, there's really no purpose for them to be there. And then Phil is like, oh, we're having a competition for heroes. And they're like, we're heroes. And they get denied. And then Hades comes out, like, after they leave. And he gives them, like, an immune, like, a pass to get in. Yeah. And I had this brief thought in my head of, like, Oh, he could have given him a counterfeit ticket to get into this tournament, <laughs> which would have been hilarious. And it'd be like, how did you get this? It also makes me question, so wait, does that mean that every Heartless appears got a ticket to get into this? Because mm-hmm. really, Heartless are not heroes. Exactly. And also, I like that the Heartless are so uncontrollable, except for when they have to enter tournaments at the Olympus Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And then they can behave and act according to the rules of the tournament. Right. And then the fact that there is no crowd in the Coliseum. Right. So is this for somebody's pleasure, somebody's game, you know? Somebody's like game. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have a, a tournament of heroes, and it's going to be all for me. Me! <laughs> I so, I will say I think they get I think they now that I'm, I'm questioning this though now I thought they said that they the, the winner gets a trophy but yeah I think they did say that so they go through the first two rather easily and then the third person comes up and I thought for sure it was Riku because yeah. the last time I had seen him he was being watched over by the villains. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, ooh, this could be Riku, and, you know, Sora has to fight him. Which you find out later that it's not. It's Cloud, I believe, was his name. Yes. Now, this is the point I think a lot of people, I don't want to say they were sold on the game, but they certainly, because I know that you're not a huge video game person. Cloud mm-hmm. is the main character from Final Fantasy VII. Okay. And you have to remember that this is a game that originally was sold as Disney meets Final Fantasy. So having the main character of Final Fantasy VII arguably the biggest and most successful Final Fantasy, considering yeah. they just put out a remake of it not even a year ago or so ago, um... That his appearance was a huge deal back then, mm-hmm. coming into this. Because um, like I said, all those other people that you met too were like Final Fantasy people, but mm-hmm. they're but not. So the weird thing about like, so like, when in Destiny Islands you saw like the the kid and Waka and those were all Final Fantasy ten characters, which is the other yeah. arguably most famous. Um, Final Fantasy game mm-hmm. but it's weird because they're like kiddish versions of their characters in regular Final Fantasy 
Mm-hmm. Whereas Cloud pretty much stayed himself. Yeah. And, and we're going to run into more of those where it's like adaptions to like Kingdom Hearts version of their characters. Mm-hmm. And I liked how we find out that before that fight, that he has a contract with Hades. Mm-hmm. And I think Hades might have been the best character of this half hour. Okay. Because it's the original voice, James Woods. Yes. He stays in character. Like, the character never goes out of character. Mm-hmm. And he's just his normal self, which I really liked. So they have the fight, and then this is where Cerritos, the three-headed dog, comes in. Or I think I said – did I say that right? No, I believe it's the name Cerberus. Cerberus, okay. Cerritos. Cerberus. Um, So then this is where Hercules pops in, and then they get made junior heroes. Right. Um, which I think is like a small promotion. Like I'd rather be a junior woodchuck than a junior hero at this point. Sure. Okay. Um, and then after, uh, Hades has a talk to himself and then Maleficent is behind him, just randomly go into the jungle. Well, again, this is where... You don't have the luxury of seeing the gummy ship stuff. You're right. You're leaving, and then you're going into gummy ship and going to the new world. And then, like I mentioned earlier, there's a fight on the ship between Donald and Sora, which has because the and the fight is based on the fact that uh, Sora sees this this world and is like, all right, let's check it out because maybe Riku and the King are there, and Donald is convinced that. The king would never. The king would never be in that kind of world. Mm-hmm. I think the the exact wording is a a backwater place like that. Oh jeez. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then so, but Sora's like, well, okay, but maybe Riku's there, and I want to go. And they fight mm-hmm. over control of the ship, and then they um, that's where you pick off from when uh, you know when you're actually landed. Right. Which does explain a little later when they see each other again, their first words are "you again." So that that explains that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sora has to battle a cheetah, <laughs> and then is saved by Tarzan. And then the funniest part, I thought, Donald and Goofy are sitting on this rock, and. Tarzan's gorilla friend, whose name I forget. I believe it's Turk. Yes, that, that seems about. That sounds about right. Short for I believe Turkina. Eh, yeah. Okay. She sees them, and she poops out the gem. Yes. <laughs> which was hilarious. Yes. Um. And then, like I said, you go and you do Tarzan. Where the did. This half hour get you through all of Tarzan World? I don't remember. Not quite. What was the last thing that you saw in Tarzan World? The last thing I saw was McCrady shoots something, and then they go, and there's this smoking pipe on the rock. 
That's okay, the oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's the last thing I saw. <laughs> you call him McCready? Isn't that his what is his name? Clayton. Clayton. Why oh my god. McCready, uh-huh. what is this? The Hatfields and the McCoys? Yeah, I think it is today. <laughs> that's what that's what it sounds like. That seems like a name of like two fighting families from the past yeah. over their own land. Now I will say one thing. Yes. And this is gonna I, I know this is gonna make you laugh, knowing you. Okay. I was kind of turned on by Jane in this film. <laughs> because okay, why? Go ahead, tell me. And, and and I'm gonna keep it clean. Please. I'm gonna keep it clean. Showing a good amount of leg. Mm. Oh my god. That's what you like. Okay. I was like, geez, this is a Disney video game. I don't think there was that much shown in the movie. (laughs) Bill, you want me to give you some really bad news? Yeah. Even though it's a spoiler, kind of, but it's not like the most major spoiler. You'll never see this world again. Ever. Eh. Okay, I can live with that. So you'll never see Jade again. Okay, I... I Which, I, by I, the I, way, is, is always a, a funny thing, because there definitely... There's, like, references all the time to past worlds, except for mm-hmm. this one. I could kind of... You know, I, like, I could live with that. I mean, it's not going to destroy me emotionally, so... <laughs> I not. Be like, no, I could never see my animated... Future wife. <laughs> Your animated future wife who's likes you love. Hey, yeah. um, uh, I also feel like the, and this is kind of outside of Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. I, there's gotta be some legal battle that's, that's go, goes <laughs> on and off with Tarzan. Cause I don't know, sometimes I feel like Disney fully pushes Tarzan and then other times they're like, no, we don't care about Tarzan at all. In fact, I feel like we're in a period right now in you know currently that they don't care about tarzan i don't think there's much tarzan representation in the park yeah i if i had if i if i'm guessing on this yes i think it has to do with the estate of edgar rice burroughs who wrote i think so too the tarzan novels so i because like i remember when it came out i was like 13 or 14 at the time and it went until about the mid two thousands, where Tarzan was like they had the the cartoon show. I think they did a couple of like straight to video releases of sequels and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been a while since they've done any. Like I'm kind of surprised that it's on Disney Plus right now. Yeah, I, I was looking the other a couple of weeks ago. To watch, and I was like, it's probably not even going to be here. But yet, here it was. And not only that, they also have all of his stuff, meaning mm-hmm. Tarzan 2, um, Tarzan and Jane the series, or mm-hmm. is Tarzan and Jane the movie? I think that's the movie. Right. Well, there's definitely a Tarzan series as well. Yes. For sure. Um, have you ever seen Tarzan 2? I'm I'm trying to remember if I did see that one or well, not. Here's, here's what would help you remember. Please tell me. Is it's it's not exactly a sequel. It's actually like a prequel because it's Tarzan as a kid mm-hmm. trying to, to the whole movie mm-hmm. trying to figure out what he is. Then no, I haven't seen that one. Okay, it's okay. Um, oh. what else do you got here? 
because then we're going to get to your new segment. Um, I liked that they kept the tension between Tarzan and the male, like, lead gorilla. Mm-hmm. I liked that. And really, like, when they're, like, Tarzan's making the case, Go- oh, poor Goofy. I-, I-, I like Goofy, but he has the dumbest look on his face. <laughs> He's just like, ugh. So, there's so many things in Kingdom Hearts that, like, you could have also the most serious scene, and mm-hmm. then you pan out and it's, like, freaking Goofy. Yeah. It's, like, it's so weird. Oh, it's so bad. I mean, it's 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 a funny bad. It's not yeah, terrible. I, I love it actually. That's one of the yeah. reasons I love the series. Is like you get or or you get Goofy saying lines that you're like Goofy should not be saying these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Like you could probably like if you did like a serious episode of a TV show and you could just put Goofy in the background and be like, "I'm sorry, your wife has cancer," and then there's Goofy with this look <sighs> on his face like. <laughs> it just would be terrible. Like I said, it is just that's to me that's part of the charm of Kingdom Hearts is just having like trying to do sometimes these really serious scenes and then remembering, oh yeah, this is also a game where your main characters are Donald Duck and Goofy. Goofy, right? <laughs> a talking duck and a dog. <laughs> You know what, actually, I want to bring that up real quick with Goofy. The dog versus the dog thing? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird, because, like, I always thought it was a dog, and then they're like, no, it's a horse or a cow or something. And I'm like, there's no way Goofy looks like a cow. Oh, see, I thought you were going the other route, where you were going to tell me the discussion of why is Goofy a dog and he can walk, but Pluto is also a dog but cannot walk. Oh no, I, that 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 one is too hard to digest, honestly. Um, all right, Billy, are you ready for your ready for the new segment? Yes, I am. All right, we'll be right back with Bill's new segment. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to take this time to thank Young Medicine for the official theme song for season one of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, their cover of Simple and Clean as well as Gamer's Little Playground for our episode reference. Alright, we're back and it's time for the debut of Bill's Board of Love and Heat. Now, Bill, each episode you're going to choose two people that you have to put on this board. And you, we're going to put one already that you've mentioned. Mm-hmm. We're going to put Leon on the hate board because you already said you didn't like him right but now you have to choose two other ones or you choose two people and they go into the pool and what that means is that in the final episode anyone left in the pool you have to make a decision on okay and you also have you can also make one change per episode too so like if someone does something good that you like and you want to move them, you can, and mm-hmm. vice versa. Okay. Alright, so who's going in the pool? Alright, uh, for this episode, I'm going to put Phil in the pool. Okay, so he's not a lover, he, he's just in the pool. He's just in the pool for right now. Okay, pool. Um, for my love this week, I think I'm going to have to go with Hades on this one. Okay. 
Um, I just really liked how they continued his character as an evil, you know, underworld god, basically, because he is the king of the underworld. Right. Um, and I just really liked how that was presented, so. Alright. So, like I said, next episode, you're going to do another one of these. Um, so do you have, I, I think I'm going to end this episode with the second Ansem report, but before we do that, do you have any theories or predictions or, uh, you know, any final things before we, before I read the last Ansem report? I think that Sora and the gang are going to meet up with somebody in the jungle. Okay. That is my prediction. All right. And then we're going to end it off here with Ansem Report number three. And you will not give a reaction on this. We'll start off the next episode with your reaction of it. Okay. All right. Here we go. The shadows that crawl beneath the castle, are they the people who lost their hearts or incarnations of darkness or something entirely beyond my imagination? All of my knowledge has provided no answer. One thing I am for sure, one thing I am sure of is that they are entirely devoid of emotion. Perhaps further study will unlock the mysteries of the heart. Fortunately, there is no shortage of test samples. They are multiplying underground even as I write this report. They still need a name. Those who lack hearts. I will call them the Heartless.